The losing streak is now at eight games for the Chicago White Sox as they fell to the Minnesota Twins on Wednesday. Uh, the Sox have seemingly given up, and it's very sad to watch. Uh, Johnny Cueto did not have his best stuff, and despite the nine hits, a White Sox offense only had one extra base hit and were without a home run for the second straight game. Uh, the Sox will try to stop the pain with Lucas Giolito on Thursday afternoon. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Uh, also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked on White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, uh, your team every day. Uh, maybe finishing strong is just not in their DNA. Hopefully, Lucas Giolito can stop the bleeding. Uh, we learn more about the ramifications of Luis Roberts' injury and if Tony LaRussa does not come back to manage the Sox, will it be a member of the 2005 World Series team uh, leading the club? State of the White Sox, they are 76 and 79, three games under 500 uh, here in this last week of September. Uh, Sox are now tied with the Minnesota Twins for second place in the AL Central. Uh, there are just seven games left. Uh, to the season. White Sox fell to the Twins on Wednesday night, 8-4. to four. Uh, White Sox are seemingly going backwards as an organization, uh, as a team. It is sad to watch, uh, sad to admit, and, and really sad to process. Uh, I've got, you know, one foot still in this season, but I'm already looking ahead uh, to what the offseason might bring, as I'm sure you are. Talking about, you know, this situation with Tony La Russa, you know, a lot of ideas uh, floating around, uh, depending on who you talk to, about if he does not come back, who could be the next White Sox manager? Uh, you hear A.J. Perzinski's name uh, tossed around by fans uh, when it comes to uh, the next Sox manager. Willie Harris, another member of the 2005 team, has gone on record expressing his interest. Uh, and there are folks that are also calling for Ozzie Guillen uh, to get the job. I, I get why Ozzie Guillen uh, keeps getting mentioned. I really do. Uh, trying to recapture the magic uh, from 2005. When you are hurting and the White Sox are hurting, the organization is hurting and clueless, the team uh, is as well, it's only natural to want to turn to the thing that has brought you joy. Um, I know people are tired of hearing about it. Uh, however, 2005 actually happened. There was a championship and a parade. Uh, and I know there is an active fan base uh, that were just kids. 
uh, when the Sox won the World Series. Uh, they want their own uh, 2005 type of experience, completely understandable. Uh, Sox won the World Series, of course, 17 years ago. Uh, and, and in my opinion, instead of trying to reproduce 2005 with Ozzy Guillen, we don't need a retread. And don't get me wrong here. There was a lot to love uh, about that team. And Ozzie Gian, for everything he has done for this organization, he should have number 13 retired. But I think we need a new voice, a fresh vision uh, to guide this White Sox team moving forward. You know, 2005 comes up for obvious reasons. Uh, but the following year, 2006, has been discussed quite a bit lately. Uh, the Sox failed to not only win the division that year, but they failed to make the playoffs one year removed from winning the World Series. Uh, it was an extremely disappointing season, uh, much like what we are dealing with here in 2022. I, I still find it so difficult to comprehend uh, where the White Sox organization is at right now. Uh, there are fans calling for this team to be blown up and for a new rebuild to take place. Uh, I just, you know, I can't believe it. Uh, for starters, that's not necessary, uh, nor will it happen. I think one, maybe two of the core six players could be gone and there will be some tweaking, but I anticipate more changes in the coaching staff uh, than in the roster. Uh, this was supposed to be so different. Uh, White Sox are in their championship window, uh, had an opportunity to take the league by storm uh, and truly run the city of Chicago, uh, if that matters to you. Uh, once again, 2005 gets talked about because a championship was indeed uh, won. Not anticipated or predicted or promised. Uh, it actually happened. And we as Sox fans have... Uh, that forever, but hopefully 88 years doesn't go by before the next parade. Product that was put on the field, uh, there are a lot of injuries. You know, Tim Anderson has been shut down. Michael Kopech, of course, uh, will not be pitching again. Luis Robert, he is shut down as well. Uh, no Mancata on Wednesday. Uh, he fouled a pitch off of his foot late in the game uh, on Tuesday. Uh, so he's got a bone bruise he's dealing with, and he is day-to-day. -day. Let's go back to the Luis Roberts situation. Uh, Scott Merkin, a White Sox beat writer for MLB.com, uh, he, he tweeted some quotes from Luis Robert about playing through wrist uh, hand pain. Uh, if you remember, uh, some of those at-bats, a lot of those at-bats um, in that Cleveland series and he did not look right. Uh, he was swinging with one hand. They were unproductive. Nothing was happening. He was used uh, as a defensive replacement, pinch runner. Uh, why the Sox continued to throw him out there? It seems like that was Robert's decision. They listened to Luis Robert. He wanted to help the team uh, win and try to compete for a division title. When that was apparent, uh, they shut Luis Robert down. So this was Robert talking about uh, playing through the wrist and hand pain, quote, uh, throughout that process, I was making some bad habits that wasn't helping me. It wasn't helping the team. I was picking up bad habits with my swing, and that kind of backfired on what I was trying to do. Again, I think that was my mistake, end quote. And this is Robert on if his left hand wrist will need off-season work. Uh, quote, I think they are going to check me up in two weeks or so, and then if I'm feeling good, 
or depending on the results of that checkup, then they will let me know what we are going to do, end quote. A confusing situation, um, just kind of got muddied up there. Uh, it'd be really disappointing if we hear that Luis Robert is going to have to have some sort of surgery that is going to delay spring training or the start of 2023. Just speculation. Don't like the, those quotes I'm hearing. Like that Luis Robert wanted to try to compete and play, but you know the White Sox should have stepped in and said, "Excuse me, I, I see what you're doing here. You're not. You you cannot swing with two hands. We do not want you to be damaged further." You are precious to this organization. Uh, you are done. Uh, but that didn't happen, and then we will see what goes on now in the offseason. Uh, Johnny Cueto uh, has uh, had an impressive workout program in between starts. I'm going to tell you why it did him little good, though, on Wednesday against the Twins and why the offense was no help again. Uh, more on that in a moment. Summer's winding down, the nights are getting longer, but the breeze isn't the only thing that's getting stiff. That's right, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Uh, guys, we all know that confidence can take you far in life. That's especially true in the bedroom, especially when it's time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Uh, Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult uh, with one of the licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, uh, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the U.S. of A. and prepared and shipped direct to your door in discreet packaging. It's time to get off the couch and back to work. If your tool needs an upgrade, head to BlueChew.com. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Locked On at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code Locked On to receive your first month free at BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. Johnny Cueto making his second-to-last start of the season, coming into the game 4-0 and against the Twins in his career. Uh, NBC Sports Chicago covered his workout in between starts. Uh, the video, impressive. Uh, runs the stairs of the ballpark, wherever they're at, home or away, uh, for 40 minutes. Uh, it was an interesting video. Uh, I've heard the rumors of his workout routine. Ethan Katz uh, also spoke about it. Very impressive uh, what Johnny Cueto does. Uh, he did not look sharp, and the results were there on Wednesday, unfortunately. Uh, first inning, though, a simple 13-pitch inning for Cueto, one, two, three. Uh, and then in the second, uh, Sox took the lead. The Sox actually had the lead in this game, uh, but the second inning was a rough one for Cueto. Uh, Bloop singled and doubled on the third baseline. Minnesota had runners on second and third with nobody out. Three straight hits for the Twins brought in their first run. Uh, they cut the lead in half, 2-1 Sox. Runners on the corners with nobody out. It was a hit parade, and that continued with a two-run double. 
And there went the lead. Uh, Twins on top, 3-2. They did not uh, look back. Still nobody out. But Cueto managed to stop the bleeding at just three runs. Uh, Fourth inning, Twins had been jumping on Cueto uh, rather early. Uh, Did it again in the fourth. A leadoff single, then a ground rule double. Runners at second and third. A broken bat, grounder to Abreu at first. He froze deer in the headlights, uh, could not make the throw home uh, or get the uh, force at first, open things up for a two-run inning, 5-2 to two, uh, Twins. Fifth inning, Cueto settled down, a nice 1-2-3 inning, only 65 pitches after five innings. Uh, sixth inning, Twins were back at it, and Jake Cave with his second double of the game, Twins had their 10th hit, runners on second and third with one out. Uh, Cueto was at the 76 pitch mark, an intentional walk, bases now loaded, uh, ended up getting a fly out, and that was it for Cueto. He was pulled for Jake Diekman. Uh, Diekman comes in, and he walks the first batter he faces, uh, scores a run at 6-3 Twins. Again, Jake Diekman, your lone trade deadline acquisition. Uh, Cueto's final line, uh, five and two-thirds, ten hits, six earned runs, a walk, seven strikeouts. He's got his ERA at 3.39. He threw 83 pitches. Seventh inning was Joe Kelly. He comes in, and what does he do? He walks the leadoff hitter. Kelly is going to have to make some adjustments uh, once that pitch clock comes into play next season. To say Joe Kelly takes his time is an understatement. Uh, That leadoff walk came around to score, of course. They always do, right? And the Twins uh, had a double in the gap, 7-4 to Minnesota there in the seventh. Just a reminder, everybody, the White Sox voluntarily acquired both Joe Kelly and Jake Diekman. Uh, Eighth inning was Jose Ruiz uh, gave up a run after Billy Hamilton, White Sox legend, uh, stole second and came around to score on a base hit. Uh, Twins put up eight runs on 12 hits. Sox offense did better than Tuesday, but that's not saying much. Remember, just two hits on Tuesday, zero runs. A couple of base hits in the second for the White Sox. Sox had two on, only one out. Uh, Sox trying to snap a 15-inning scoreless streak that stretched back to Sunday's loss to Detroit and Yasmani Grandal ended the drought with an RBI single in the gap, one nothing Sox. Another run tacked on by a sack fly from Harrison, 2 nothing Sox. Saturday was the last time the Sox scored two runs in a game, so reason to, of course, celebrate at this point. Uh, third inning, Twins had taken the lead by this point. Uh, they put up three in their half of the second. Sox trailed by a run. Jose Abreu recorded his 300th career double, Uh, But that was it in the third, fifth inning leadoff single. Then Romy Gonzalez was hit by a pitch. So Sox had runners on second and first, nobody out. Elvis Andrews flew out to left field. Vaughn could not get the job done. And then with two outs, Abreu uh, helped his cause and comes through with an RBI single, 5-3 Minnesota. Uh, One run would be all the Sox would get in that inning. Uh, seventh, Harrison led things off with a single. Romy Gonzalez followed suit, so the Sox were in business. Here we go, first and second, nobody out. Uh, Andrew Vaughn broke an 0-for-18 slump and snuck a line drive under Walner's glove in left field. 
uh, I'm sorry, in right field. One run scored a six for Minnesota. Abreu was hit by a pitch. So the Sox had the bases loaded with only one out. Uh, these types of situations have not produced uh, positive results, though, for the Sox this season. And sure enough, Aloy Jimenez hit into an inning ending double play. Uh, in the ninth, Sox came into the inning trailing by five runs, and they went away quietly. Uh, Sox offense, four runs, nine hits, uh, only one extra base hit, and that was that double by Jose Abreu, uh, the second game in a row where the Sox could not hit a home run. Uh, with runners in scoring position, the Sox three for nine. During this eight-game losing streak, uh, the White Sox have only scored uh, 21 runs. Can the Sox really be swept for the third series in a row? I'm going to tell you why that's actually very possible. Uh, more on that in a moment. Thursday is an afternoon game. It's the series finale. White Sox send uh, Lucas Giolito to the hill to make the hurting stop. Uh, this season, Lucas Giolito is 0-1 with an ERA of 3.00 and 14 strikeouts in two appearances against the Twins. Uh, last time Lucas Giolito faced the Twins was on September 4th. Uh, Giolito took the loss, went five innings, uh, six hits, uh, two earned runs. Really all about offense. Uh, can the White Sox actually get some extra base hits going? Can they produce with runners in scoring position? Uh, can the Sox hit maybe a couple home runs? Wow, it has been bad. When the wheels fell off after that uh, series opener loss against the Guardians and extra innings, the wheels really fell off. Things have been um, just shake your head moments. I mean, I, I know the Sox have been up and down this season, but I can't believe uh, the way things have gone. Uh, and, and honestly, it just feels like what, what is the Sox team playing for at this point? You know, Miguel Cairo is trying to say the right things and and other veterans have talked about it in articles. You know, we're professionals. You got no one likes to lose. You got to go out there uh, and finish strong and do your best uh, to put put forth a winning effort. It's just not there. You haven't seen it. Uh, I have consumed every single inning, I feel, of, of this eight game losing streak and uh Boy, it has been some bad baseball. Hoping things turn around, at least get one win uh, in Minnesota on Thursday afternoon. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, we are on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll recap Lucas Giolito's outing and hopefully be celebrating a White Sox winner. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.